Hello friends, what is happening and welcome back to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 41 and another edition of the Beyond the Multiverse series for August the 10th, your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. On this week's episode, we take a look at some of our favourite PlayStation exclusive titles and trying to rank our top five from the list. I'm your host, the Mad Titan Hussein. My co-host is the Meme Lord, Mio, and welcome hey, hey, to hey. episode 41. Mio, I'm, I'm sweating buckets here, mate. I'm just like, fuck it's, it's- it's pretty hot here too, but we have um, central AC, so that helps. Yeah, we, we see that's the issue with British homes. They're designed to obviously, we've never had like a long summer, and the summers never used to be this hot. So they've all, the housings have always been designed to trap heat because our winters are really kind of harsh. Mm. So obviously, because of all the, let's just say global warming or whatever, uh, it's just yeah, it's just, it's just all changed. And yeah, now I'm just absolutely sweating buckets here but um before we get started with this podcast we just wanted to take a bit and just talk about lebanon um uh, we have uh, a lot of listeners from lebanon actually so obviously we just being lebanese and this kind of affected me a lot more than i thought it would be because i'm not there but at the same time i wish i was there if that makes sense because i'd rather be with my people and my family um Mm. And uh, what was nice was every single game I went into and people would see my, my game attack being Lebanese puppy. They're like, oh, are you okay? Is your family are you okay? I'm like, wow, this is kind of, I was taken back by it. Even in like Call of Duty lobbies, which are known to be toxic. They were like, really? Yeah. So it's kind of nice. But um, yeah, our thoughts with everybody in Lebanon. Uh, hopefully everyone that listens to it, hopefully your family is safe and all that. But I just want to take a moment to say, if anyone wants to donate money and stuff to like any, any causes in Lebanon, the best route would be through the Red Cross, 100%. Uh, that's my, I think that's the only recommendation I have. Don't donate money for different organizations because even though those organizations have positive intention, they have to pass all the donations for the government. And then obviously everyone knows the government over there is a bit, you know, a bit dodgy. So a percentage goes into their pockets. But if you donate directly via the Red Cross, uh, I believe it's, a hundred percent of the donations goes to the people and goes to people uh, in need so uh, and the other thing i would suggest is um if you have family back home um or you let's say you have uh, friends who are from lebanon maybe pass over the money to them so they could transfer it to their family and then they that family in particular will be able to uh pass it over in safe hands over there so that's another need maybe that's a, a harder uh, route in terms of uh, donating money but that's something we do here so it's easier for, for for us here my family basically we just pass over money to our family back home and then they just kind of distribute the money wherever it needs to be uh, and organizations over there so uh, yeah a tough time a mini nuke went off in Lebanon it's just like 2020 can't get any worse can it surely oh. it can't that's just, it's just absolutely absolutely ridiculous um that being said Mio um I think we We've done, we've done GameCube, we've done Xbox. It's now time to uh, PlayStation. Yep. This one, for me, was probably the hardest list I have done so far uh, in terms of any podcast that we've had to do. Uh, I think that's because mainly I'd never really owned a PlayStation to, I would say, PS4, really. Like a PS3. I owned a PS3 at one point, but I, tr- I sold that. I, was, I only used to pick up a PlayStation here and there just for certain exclusives. Once that's done, I'd have I'd move on the console. Uh, so, yeah, for me, it was a lot harder. I never actually owned a PS1 either, even though I did play a few games. So, yeah, uh, same, same rule applies as the 
as uh, GameCube and, X- and, and Xbox, any games that went on to become um, remade or anything for a third uh, 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 company or another company, let's say, like, for example, the GTA franchise, unfortunately, won't be included in this list, which is a shame because, obviously, GTA is kind of a, a big game. But, uh, Mio, would you like me to start or do you want to go ahead? Um, yeah, you, you, you can go ahead and start. Okay, cool. Um, I'll start off. Uh, it's a game that I have fond memories of because this was one of the reasons why I initially picked up a, I believe it was a PS3 at the time. Uh, this was a game that we would play around... Uh, hours upon hours when we would go to a friend's house and it's my favorite fighting game and it's Tekken 5 like I have fond fond memories of Tekken 5 I didn't know Tekken was a PlayStation exclusive yeah Yeah. Tekken Tekken, yeah Tekken 5 is a PlayStation exclusive it was only on uh, uh, who was it it was what's that guy uh, the uh, martial law yeah because his movement was so fluid and and he was he was easy I had like, my friends were so good. Like I had this particular uh, friend of mine. He was incredible at it. Like he would pick like these hard characters. So it was martial law and it was Yosh- uh, Yoshimitsu or Yoshimitsu or something. The, the skeleton guy with the sword. I can't remember his name. Um, those two are my not, characters. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too yeah, not familiar too with Tekken, Tekken, yeah. Tekken characters. Yeah, those, those two are my favorite. But I had um, a friend who would pick the, the lion, the tiger guy. And he was just like, yeah, that guy's weird. Yeah, he was one of the hardest characters to play with him. But my friend was, he was so good. He'll be able to pull off these combos. And yeah, I really enjoyed Tekken. I think it's one of those games where I'd go, we'd go over to a friend's house, we'd all play it. And obviously the good ones, and I'm very competitive in that sense where I want to be good at what I do. I want to be able to stand on my own two feet. And uh, I, was, I was getting smashed here and there. So I think uh, a few weeks in after playing Tekken, I bought my own uh, PS3 just for Tekken. It was the oh, only wow. game I wanted. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're playing that. I got good at it. We entered a Tekken tournament at my local game store. This was way before I even started working there. And uh, what was funny enough was it was just kind of a knockout tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up facing my friend who was really, really good. But because I got better, he wanted me to throw the game because there was money involved. So he said, throw <laughs> the game. Uh, I'll go through. I'll hopefully I'll win the tournament. Then I'll I'll give you I'll give you some money, uh, and uh, and then obviously the winner would get a signed copy or a signed uh, Tekken controller or something like that of that sort. Uh, but I remember that and I didn't and I won and I moved on to the I think it was the the semi. You didn't throw the game. No, I did throw the game. Of course not. I wanted to win. Uh. <laughs> my, my 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 friend was so rattled. He was so shocked. <laughs> I, that I was like, you know, I'm gonna use this to my advantage. He's gonna expect me to throw the game. I went in and just hammered him. And I remember this was in the quarters, so we went to the sem- semis. And uh, I lost the semis, unfortunately. And But yeah, I had a great time. I love taking this. For me, I don't have the enjoyment of fighting games as much as I, I used to. I know the last fighting game I played was... Uh, actually, it was a DBZ one against you, and you actually smashed me up on that, even though I had yeah. a fighting stick. Um, so I've still got a fighting stick. I'm really... I think fighting games are good when, one, you know what you're doing. And two, with a bunch of people. I think uh, just playing online, I think it's a bit sweaty online. Like people just spam the same combos. Um, but yeah, Tekken 5 is up there f- uh, for me in terms of fighting games. Overall fighting games, I think Tekken 5 and then I really enjoyed Soul Calibur back in the game. Soul Calibur is good. Yeah, really enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed uh, back on the 360 days. I absolutely love this game. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Do you remember that? That's not, that's not a fighting game though. That's like no, it, a baller. No, no. Yeah, well... It, it it's it's a two D fire, no? No, that was like no, that was kind of 
Ultimate Alliance was kind of um, kind of like Diablo in a way. It was like oh, a, wait, wait. you know, it's like I, a, I think I'm getting the name uh, conf- confused. Marvel versus like, Capcom. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Sorry, my bad. Absolutely, it's the heat. Blame it on the heat. Yeah, Marvel um, versus Capcom. That's the one. I absolutely. Did you play that? Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely enjoyed that. Like uh, Captain America for uh, Wolverine. I think my. I think it was a three-man team from what I can remember. And then you, yeah, it was. I think for me it was uh, who did I pick? I picked Wolverine, Spidey, and I picked somebody else. I think I picked somebody from uh, Capcom. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, starting off this list with uh, one of my favorite fighting games of all time. And it's it's kind of funny how like most of these lists are all based on nostalgia and uh, we've always got a story to tell. Got one mm-hmm. of those games. So yeah, Tekken 5 for me is uh, uh, starting on my PlayStation list. Okay. Um, starting off my list, I'm going to go all the way back to the OG PlayStation, which was actually my first console. Okay. But um, yeah, um, first game on the list, Spyro. And okay. I want to say, because they made three Spyros. The, um. Did Naughty Dog me? I'm gonna go do uh, some research really quick, uh, but um, I think yes. I, I can't remember. Yeah, um, you know, it's just like a platformer game. You just kind of go around. You're a dragon. Um, mm. Insom- yeah, Insomniac made this. Insomniac, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was back when, back before they got big. I guess Spiral yeah. was like the breakout game, but yeah, it was just like a really fun, like light-hearted game. It wasn't too card because I was like five or six when this game came out um the first one you just kind of go around like just worlds it was it reminds it reminded me a lot of um mario 64 so that kind of game so like, yeah. it's like it's a platformer basically. it was kind of playstation's answer to whatever Nintendo yeah. made at, at yeah. the time i guess it was like it was like one of the mascots to compete with um nintendo's mascots yeah but yeah, yeah, pretty fun game. Um, you could like fly, kind of. It was like a gliding control. Um, did you play any of the Spyro games? No. So that that's the issue with me and my kind of my history with PlayStation. I've missed out on Spyro, missed out on Crash Bandicoot, believe it or not. Um, even Oddworld, because that seems, from what I've heard, it is was a great game. I missed out on all those games, man. I never ah. had a play. I never owned a PS One. I think at the time I owned a a Dreamcast and. M64 at one point. I was always, I don't know why, just, the PlayStation brand has never appealed to me for some reason. I've always wanted to be, you know what? I think it, it came down to the fact that, look, when we were kids, we were always at, over at a friend's house and everyone had a PlayStation. So I felt like I was getting their PlayStation experience when I was going to my friend's house and there was nothing really I wanted to play on my own. So, um, and obviously me and my brothers are friends. We all just bought GameCube because everyone had the PlayStation. We just wanted to be different. And, that just kind of stayed with me all the way through the original Xbox. I just, mm-hmm. to be honest, the first, I would say the first PlayStation console that I, I bought day one was probably the PS3. The, I even traded in my 360 at the time for that, just for the Formula One game, because that was an exclusive to the, to the PS3. Uh, but I instantly regret it, because there was nothing on that system. Yeah, PS3. Yeah. PS3 is probably the worst PlayStation Launch. console. Yeah, I think, well, it it came good towards the end, last uh, I'll say last three years of its cycle. But as a launch console, it was awful. Even the PS4 as a launch type machine wasn't that great, to be honest with you. Like it got better no. as the years went on. Um, but my first, I would say, I would go as far as saying my first kind of PlayStation machine that I've owned for more, uh, 
more than a year is the PS4. I've never had a uh, console, a PlayStation console that's lasted longer than a year in my household. And mm-hmm. I've got a PS4. Um, I think Sony makes amazing exclusives now. And yeah, I've just never owned uh, a PlayStation. So I really missed out on all those games when I was young. And I just don't have the, I, not even time or patience. I just, I'm just not feeling those sort of games now to go back and play them, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because they did re- remaster this game. Yep. And I, I did try to play it, but I, I, I wasn't really feeling, feeling it either, to be honest. I, I feel like but, those um, classic games. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but um, I was going to say that was a perfect segue because uh, another one on my list was Crash Bandicoot. But what were you saying? No, I was just going to say... Um, I was actually going to talk about Crash Bandicoot. I was going to say, oh, yeah. even though I missed, even though I missed out on those, even though they remade them now, I just don't feel mm-hmm. like them because I, I feel like one, the nostalgic feel, feeling, especially for these classic games. You know what? They're not going to hit you as much as they as they might have done back in the days. And two, I just don't feel like I don't know. I just don't feel like they sell as one well now. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, they they only sell on nostalgia, really. To be honest with you, like the, for example, the Shenmue games. Even though I replayed them in the remaster when they before they dropped Shenmue Three, I I would rather still boot up my Dreamcast and play it on Dreamcast with the shitty graphics and stuff because that's the way I I was brought up to play. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot Spyro, I feel like if I'm playing them now, I still feel like I'll do the game any justice. But um, yeah, Crash Bandicoot, you could take it that way then. Yeah. Way. This was yeah Crash Bandicoot. Um, another like mascot game. This was like back when. Pretty much all the games were like kind of kid friendly for some reason. Now it's like all like rated M, like The Last of Us, God of War. Like it's it's mm. drastically changed over the years. Yep. But um, yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Coot, um, it's like I would say the second one's my favorite. I forgot what it's called, but you kind of um go through like each world. Each world's kind of like a mini game. Yep. Like one, you're like running away from a polar bear. Another one, you're like underwater. Um, another one, you're like in a race or something so it was, it was like a good variety but um i replayed this recently when they remastered, no, it. remastered it and it was like it's like really hard for some reason yeah you know um, at like, the end of um, uncharted uh uncharted 4 have you played uncharted 4 no i haven't so at the end of the game you get you get to you're just sitting on your couch and you actually get to play um i think one of the levels of crash bandicoot and it's just really really hard like you've just yeah. got this ball running it behind is. you and you're trying to capture the catch these coins and, and the camera's kind of like level. the yeah. camera's at like a bad angle too yes yes and like i swear my inner my like inner casual gamer came out i was like is this dark souls like why is this game so hard yeah was this game hard when i was a kid uh, apparently the game was was that hard yeah and like yeah. then i had like an epiphany because like when when you think about it, like a lot of these games, Spiral the Dragon, Crash Bandicoot, are like really not that long. They're like yeah. eight, ten hours long, maybe. The yeah. reason why you remember them being like longer than it was was because they were extremely hard, hard. And you had to, yeah. yeah, you had to keep playing the levels over and yeah. over again. So that reminds like, me of like some of the Donkey Kong games and um, yeah, Streets exactly. of Rage and mm-hmm. uh, those sort of games. You remember those games? They were just extremely hard, and they were extremely short too. Yeah, if extremely you, short. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, so that's what it was. It's kind of like you kind of like get like PTSD in a way. <laughs> this was like Dark Souls or Demon Souls before Demon yeah. Souls. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, unfortunately yeah. I missed Crash, I missed Crash. I missed out. My only experience from Crash Bandicoot is for the last level of Uncharted. Uh, yeah. I'm tempted 
to play them, but I'd still, I'd, to be honest, I just don't feel like those are my type of games anymore, to be honest with you. I've they, grown out of them. Yeah. Crash does have um, a go kart game, by the way. Yeah, apparently it's, that's supposed to be incredible. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's yeah. not quite Mario Kart, but it's, 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 it's pretty close. Everyone tried to do that. You remember how Sony tried to do the mm-hmm. battle, uh, sorry, the uh, All Stars uh, melee, like the Smash Brothers, and then yeah. Sonic races, and then you got Crash Bandicoot races to go up against, uh, obviously, a Nintendo exclusive. Uh, it's funny you saying that all games used to be family friendly. I think that's because of how I believe Nintendo approached their kind of consoles, didn't they? Like, mm-hmm. if you look at Sega Genesis and Sega Saturn, uh, they went down the whole, you know, this, this is kind of the violent console, FPS, 18-rate uh, game, whatever. And then Nintendo kept it family-friendly. And I think that's what Sony tried to do. Because don't forget, Sony, from the book that you were reading as well, Sony was part of Nintendo in the sense where they were going to make that console. And then they had this kind of uh, internal issue. And then that's when yeah. the PlayStation developed. Yeah. So um, I think that's where it came from. And now just as the, as the tar- target uh, audience, target market, uh, becomes you know different than sony tar- look sony i think sony knew if they were going to go with the family friendly i don't think uh, they would have gone up against nintendo to be honest with you i don't think they would have won that because nintendo i think the kings of family friendly games if you look yeah, at everything no they've doubt. done um so that's why when xbox came on the market they came on the market as like a pure fps console like killing machine and and that's where that reputation comes from that and then obviously you've got sony with Sony had the reputation for like the place of GTA, uh, Driver, all those kind of 18 rate games. And then, yeah, now you've got the, the market as it is uh, currently. Um, so I'll, I'll deviate off uh, consoles and I'll go handheld. And I'm going to go Wipeout on the PSP. Mm. Uh, I own the PSP. I own a variation of those, actually. I own the OG, I own the Vita, and I own yeah. the, the Slide Up one, the one that was just way ahead of its time. It was all, an all digital handheld uh way ahead PSP. of its time Wait, yeah the PS- I, was, I was about to say the same thing way ahead of its time way ahead of its time like if you look at it now like in terms of um handheld uh, consoles in general like you've got the switch a lot of people buy digital games just yeah the digital market is now yeah much more uh, saturated than than it was at the time it was such a niche thing i remember buying it and i bought a few games and i realized buying a few games i was like these games are still expensive. Like I could have bought Wipeout in my local game store, mm-hmm. re-owned on the, the PSP uh, cartridge for like less than 10 bucks. But on the digital, I had to spend 30 for it. Uh, so I think that's where it failed. And then obviously with the original PSP, where it failed was just kind of those cartridges. They were just kind of... Um, the UMD cartridges? Yeah, they were just like awful, them. man. They were, they were great, but they were so fragile, man. And just kind yeah, of... They were. The more mechanical parts you have in that hand, and don't forget, having a disc slot like that and you're moving it with your, your hands or something, it's, it does a lot of damage to the disc and the cartridge. Um, and then they had the Vita. The Vita was, I love the Vita. It was kind of what the Switch is now, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it's basically the Switch Lite. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about Sony, I feel like, and this, I feel like this is where they go wrong with a lot of their, I would say, handheld machines, not the consoles. I think they try and oversell it and overhype it, and then it just kind of falls flat. Like um, I know the Vita had this feature where you could just let's say you're playing the game on the PlayStation. Look, listen to how similar this is to the Switch. You could be playing the game on your PlayStation Four, and you're about to go to work. You just do this whole screen sharing thing or whatever it was, and then you could continue playing the game on the Vita as you go yeah. to work. 
the only downside to it was the Vita never had um, dual bumper sticks. So you only had one and then you had the touch thing from behind, uh, which, which didn't work. So it's like the Switch now. You can dock it to play on TV, undock it to play as you go along. So the Vita was way ahead of its time at that time. But yeah, Wipeout. Um, and this was coming off... Um, F Zero for me from the GameCube. I love that sort of those sort of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wipeout was just different, man. I'm I'm a big fan of it. I'm I'm a big fan of racing games in general. So I like to try all sorts of um, different racing uh, styles. Wipeout for, for me it was one of them. I even bought the the collection. I think it was come up with was called the Mega Collection or something on the PS4. I feel like Wipeout for me back in those days was a, a system seller for me. To be honest with you, it was uh, that's how highly I rated those those games. So I bought the PSP on day one once again for Wipeout and for Formula One actually. So uh, as you can, see, you can tell now, if you haven't listened to the last few podcasts, I'm a big racing fan. Um, but Wipeout, great fun, the multiplayer, split screen, whatever you, the case may be. It was it was one of those games you could just pick up and play. Uh, on the way to work, on the way to school, whatever the case may be, it was just really, really easy. Uh, but I think the downside to playing that sort of game on that handheld was just kind of the thumbs, man. You just, your thumbs would be hurting, your hands. Uh, and I think that's why I've just avoided handheld gaming. From like, I'm just not a big fan of handheld gaming as I've grown older. I just I don't prefer them. And I think this is where this game struggled with, to be honest with you, so the fact that you play two or three games and then that's it, you just call it quits, to be honest with you. Um, mm. I'll move on and do uh, another one then, straight away. Um, same rules apply as every podcast. We could only pick one out of a franchise if, if a franchise exists. I really wanted to put Metal Gear Solid on this list. It was it had to be Metal Gear Solid 1, but I've never played MGS1. You Wait, what? I've never played MGS1 on the, on the PS1. I've, I've, um, I've, I've owned the copy, believe I'm it or not, shocked. but I've never, I've um, never played it. And uh, But... For me, one, if I had wait, to, wait, okay, wait. Yeah. Which one did you pick then? I've, I've, which one did I pick? The only one that yeah. was uh, a console exclusive, and that's Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots. Three is a console exclusive. Uh, no, three came out on uh, Xbox. It's on. Uh, yeah, like two years later, but that doesn't count. That's that three, doesn't three, count. Yeah. Three, it's not, okay. It's not. We're not carrying that because three was incredible. Yeah, I really wanted to put three. Was, so it was uh, between it was yeah. between one and three for me. Yeah, I picked so we'll, we'll put an asterisk three if it never came out as a Xbox, uh, it came out as the HD collection, didn't it? Um, but also, wind, uh, not Wind Waker, um, Wind Walk, something Walker, Peace, Peace Walker. Walker, Peace, Peace Walker. Walker is really good, yeah, that's supposed to be really, really good. And I, I remember playing that a bit. It had, I think, that was the one that had kind of the uh, some aspects of card games or something in there or something like that turn base i can't remember which one it was that was uh, uh i think that was i think that one was portable ops yeah was, yeah a couple okay so that's not that yeah. there was there was a couple but for me two's uh, pretty good too yeah you haven't played mgs4 mate no i have a game oh you have guns of the patriots yeah. oh my god yeah. absolutely 70 lo- percent cutscenes. awesome yeah. game bro. awesome yeah. game 70 percent cutscenes. I remember that one hour, two hour long cutscene. I remember jumping off the truck in the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. crouching underneath the rock, and then you get half an hour cutscene. <laughs> you literally walk down to the warehouse, take a ride, <laughs> 20 minute cutscene. And it was just like. I love Metal Gear. I love, I love Kojima. When it comes to stuff like this, you used to go, I love Kojima, I love him. Uh, but yeah, MGS4, man. Oh my, I bought a PlayStation just for this game, just for this game. Mm-hmm. Like, at the time, 
um, my obviously I bought PS3 at launch, sold it, picked up a 360 again. Uh, years down the line, when it, uh, MGS4 finally came out, I bought it. They actually had online as well. Online wasn't too bad. It was kind of fun, but it was kind of oh, I can't remember. There was this awkward sign-up system to it. You just had to, yeah, it was just something ridiculous. Uh, but MGS4, man, story-wise, loved it. Graphics, insane. Old old man Snake. Oh my god, with the eye patch. Um, mm-hmm. The I think the just the gameplay, the mechanics was. I think unmatched when it comes to a stealth game, even to this day, to be honest with you. I'll yeah. give that to Kojima. I'll give that to Kojima. Even with Metal Gear Solid V, even though that game wasn't that great in terms of the story and how, obviously, we, there was a lot of issues going on with Konami, but game-wise and mechanics, it's unmatched when it comes to a stealth game. It really is. It's, and like I've played, obviously, the Spin Cell game. That's the closest you can say to, to a Metal Gear, Metal Gear game. And it's just Metal Gear Solid is just, it's just something else. But obviously, Kojima never wrote the story for each each one, so he just went on as the story just kind of just got weird and weird. And it's, I, yeah. for me, it's just confusing. Like I don't even know the Metal Gear Solid story anymore. I can I can kind of explain Metal Gear Four, but I'd had to like we had to do like a two hour podcast. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I, basically, yeah. Go basically, on. it's like um, basically, it's like an AI is controlling the country and. You know, yeah. Ocelot's secretly a good guy or whatever. Anyways. Yeah, see. <laughs> it's it's just uh, it's all about those chips in the in the soldiers and how yeah. they're con- controlled. Yeah. And uh, they're monitored. And, yeah, yeah. And the gu- yep. And the and the gun is uh, assigned to Yeah, that's you remember when cool. you picked up yeah, you yeah remember, I love that cool. aspect. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's I love cool. that aspect where you picked up a weapon, you couldn't use it because it was assigned to that mm-hmm. soldier that you killed. So you would send it to um What's it? What's that? What's that? Um, tech guy. Ah, uh, oh, Ataga. Ataga. Yes. So you send it to him, and he kind Attica. of uh, detags it, or you just sell it on the black market. Uh, I love that aspect of of Metal. Gear. I think when you really look at Metal Gear, like I think Kojima's kind of misunderstood when it comes to games in that particular time. I think once again, that kind of story, that kind of gameplay, was way ahead of its time. To be honest with you. Um, I think that game would have done so much better now than it did back then. It did, it, it still did pretty well. I yeah, mean, yeah, no, no. I feel no, like I'm it not, got a lot of ten out of yeah. tens and stuff. Yeah, I'm not taking I'm taking away from it, but it's just it's still one of my favorites. I even had two editions, and I had a slipcase which was signed by Kojima, which was traded at work. And I picked, I just I just took the slipcase. Um, yeah, and one of one of the, and I keep telling my brother to play this game. I would love to go back buy a PS3 and just experience mgs4 because that game and memory the best abs- the, yeah the best part of the game was um when you go back to um shadow moses yep. and you get oh you yeah, yeah. Go, you get back into metal gear rex and yeah. you're fighting metal gear ray that yeah. part is so good i, I loved so- all that i think my favorite there was this funny scene where one of your not companions but uh, friendly is doing the shit and he's got diarrhea or something do you remember that yeah you remember? yeah that it's just like weird stuff like that um well, there was this bit, I think uh, the ending draw was pretty cool when you're in the cave and then there's this massive, I can't remember the heat or something. And you're yeah, just you're like going through like a microwave. Yeah, you, that, that's how it feels sitting right here. But you're going through it and you can see your health bar just kind of deteriorating and, and you're just so melting cool. away. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. But oh then while God. like Raiden's fighting off like 20 people. Yep. yep. Uh, and then they obviously spun off a Raiden game and I was like, yeah, oh, that, game was, that. that game was pretty good. That game was it pretty was. Good. I think you know what. 
uh, I think that game would have been a lot better if they didn't include uh, motion controls. Because don't forget, it came out a time when motion controls were big. So you had the mm-hmm. Kinect and then you had the motion controls for the PlayStation. Um, and they just tried to push it with, with that. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, man. Oh my God. Incredible game. In- absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible game. I'll let you do okay. one on your list. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Metal Gear Solid 1. <laughs> I think it was hard between... I think they're all really good. One's amazing, two's amazing, three's amazing, four is amazing. Five, you know, it's like mixed reviews. Yeah, I still I like enjoyed five. five though, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I love five. I love five. Like for me, Metal Gear Solid is one of my best franchises. Oh yeah, no doubt. But um three three had like a good case for me because there's like a lot of amazing bosses in three. You like for me, fought, like for me end. it would be three. If I did have to if it was just a PlayStation exclusive, it would definitely be free. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the the end boss fight where you had to like, like snipe the guy? It was like an hour long. He was just hiding the whole time. Oh, the was it the old guy? And then if yeah. you just if you just yeah. uh, so the the way around it, from what I remember, is if you changed your uh, clock on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. you <laughs> die. You you just die of old age. Yeah, yeah uh, that, that's that awesome. was so funny. I but, love um, how Kojima. You sorry. I love how Kojima used to incorporate small things that in uh, in the games, like uh, the rumble on the controller when he tell you to put the controller down. Yeah, uh, yeah, those small things. But yeah, please continue. But oh yeah, the stairs in Metal Gear Solid Three were classic too. Mm. The long stairs where you climbed it for like five minutes. Classic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, one, I think one is a perfect game. Like this is like back when games weren't like. Yeah cinematic or um like story focus and when this yeah. came out it, it like it, everyone was like shook about how how much of like a movie it was like yeah. how much of a story it had like this was like a really deep complex plot a lot of like conspiracies a lot of like inc- like twists and turns like when liquid snake like turned out to be your brother that was like, yeah i was like yeah yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the story writing and stuff like that was way ahead of its yeah, time. Yeah, way, like way continue, ahead yeah. of its time. This is back in like '97 too. Yeah. Like it was like way ahead of its time. It's unheard of for games like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that particular scene. Sorry, just to go back to Metal Gear Solid Three. You remember that particular scene where the lady throws you off the bridge, like she just beats the shit out yeah. of you, throws you off. That, for yeah, some reason, that reminds boss. me of yeah. That reminds me of uh, of Rambo for some reason because Ram- did Rambo go through something similar? I, I maybe uh, I think so. I think yeah. Rambo too when he's in Vietnam. Yeah, kind of remind me of something sim- similar. I never played um, MGS One. I've seen it. I've it's, seen the it's, gameplay. It's amazing. I had I the think copy. it's still good today. Yeah, it, is is it? It's kind of the top down one. Was yeah, it's kind of the yeah, top down one. It was yeah. the first. I want to say the first three were top down. Yeah, you know what? Going back, I should have included the GameCube version because that one was an exclusive for GameCube. Yeah, the two snakes. Yeah, that's that one's pretty good. Yeah, I forgot completely forgot about that one. But um, so many memorable memorable characters: Solid Snake, um, Aragon, just Foxhound in general. It had yep. um, Sniper Sniper Wolf, yep. classic Sniper Wolf, Vulcan Raven, logo, man. Lego Man, classic. Oh, I love this game so much. Uh, absolutely amazing. Um, I'll move on and do one on obviously on my list, and this is a game. I think this is what started. This is what got my attention in terms of uh, PlayStation exclusives. And even the spawned five games out of the Uncharted series. So one, two, 
three, four, and then you've got Lost Legacy. And obviously you've got the ones on the on the on the PSP, which were really, really good. To this day, I still think Uncharted 2 is the best Uncharted game, hands down. Uh, recently, well, not recently, but I have replayed them. Uh, Uncharted 2, man, oh my! It, like for me, the the step from Uncharted 1 to Uncharted 2 was incredible, and then obviously 3 and 4 just felt like they're the same game. But with 2, I loved the story. I loved how intense it was. I loved the fact that it felt like um, it was it was truly a kind of interactive uh, piece of uh, let's say of, of cinema. Essentially, yeah, you could interactive you could, movie. Yeah, it was literally an interactive movie at that point, and um, and then obviously the multiplayer game that was kind of one of the first multiplayer games, besides let's say a, a traditional Call of Duty game, a traditional Halo game, any traditional FPS that I kind of stemmed off and I, and I really really enjoyed. I even I was even playing Killzone at the time, and this was one that really took me away and just kind of it was different, and that's why I feel like. At the moment in time, I'm playing um, uh, Rogue Company, and it has the same Uncharted kind of uh, third-person, over-the-shoulder kind of shooter. And I think this is kind of giving me the same vibes. Obviously, it's not the same kind of um, multiplayer modes and stuff, but it's just giving me the same vibes as Uncharted. And I used, I loved everything about Uncharted. I feel like as they came, like let's say Uncharted 3, just felt more of the same with Uncharted 2. I feel like Uncharted 2 was the first one that really took the big leap between 1 and 2, big leap. It was just completely different. But then 3 and 4, I just felt like, okay, yes, it's the same formula. If it's not broken, don't fix it. But I felt like um, Naughty Dog are clever enough to be able to take more risks with this. I just, it just felt more of the same. Uh, Thieves End, the fourth one on the PS4, was great. I really enjoyed it. The third one... I actually never finished the third one on the PS3. And the reason being is because I was in the middle of selling my PS3. So I just never got around to finish in it. So I've just, I've been back and forth with this, with this console and I've never owned it. But I've once again, I always used to pick up a PlayStation when Uncharted came out. And it was, it was that kind of that time of the generation when you put even to the state day, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, and that's across all platforms. Um, you said two is? Yeah, yeah, too. Oh my god, absolutely, absolutely amazing. I can't remember the story as much, but I remember the whole selling point was it was two made but uh, as a male uh, protagonist, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm up for that. We have had the two made for quite some time, but it was cinematic, and that was that was different. And then once again, as we mentioned with Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid's uh, story writing, I felt like Uncharted was ahead of its time in terms of its kind of the cinematic appeal or the cinematic experience it would give the user i know obviously people don't like uh quick time events or scripted events but it still makes you feel in you know kind of tense like um on uncharted if there's a let's say train overhanging a cliff or something like that Mm -hmm. the way they've done it is it's scripted so when you get to a certain point of uh, let's say you're trying to climb back up when you get a certain point then the train kind of crumbles and so forth but if you just hang there, nothing happens. So they, they do this intentionally to create that kind of yeah, sense like of, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just all, it's all scripted. And as I've grown older and kind of been able to kind of <laughs> realize this, I just, I just don't feel like they have the same uh, effect on me. Like with Uncharted 4, it's just everything's so scripted. You know, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. If I, if I dunk, like it makes you want to hurry up essentially those old, the games, but now, 
you know they're scripted. You're like, you know, I could just be here all day. There's nothing, nothing's gonna happen. And then they, this game is scripted in a way where it's it's not gonna push on the narrative or anything until I get to a certain point. And it's the same with its gun game now, where uh, it turns the screen red, giving you the feeling that you know one more shot and you're dead. But you don't really die in this game unless you do really, something really, really stupid. So, in that sense, kind of un- the Uncharted chemistry is kind of it's gone lost in a way but Uncharted 2 back in the days well this is all sending points for me and I was just I was getting into the midst of these kind of new games Uncharted 2 is up there for me man absolutely up there okay um I, I recently bought the Uncharted collection on the PlayStation 4 um I, I was planning on playing through all of them during the quarantine but like I couldn't get past one like one's kind of I'm sure one was really it has a good one has when it came out, well. like yeah, no, no, no. One, one's, well. one's pretty bad, so I yeah. can't. Like, I'm trying to get past that game, but yeah, I, should They're I really, just get to two? I think the stories all kind of link. That's the issue. I could um, just watch like a YouTube. You could video just watch. Now. You could just watch cutscenes. Yeah, I'll say skip to two. Okay, uh, the graphics are so much better, but you can just chuck it on easy mode, and it's it's like if you chuck it on easy mode, you're not dying. You could get through that game in eight hours. To be honest with you. Yeah, I know, but I, I still can't get past like one. <laughs> but, yeah, um, number one hasn't um, really aged well. Yeah, but um, I, I really like a lot of the voice actors too. Like, what's his name? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nolan North. He's Nolan, a legend. Yeah. He's a yep. legend. Yep. Legend. But um, okay. Another. I'll, I'll go. I'll perfect segue to another game. Another um, Naughty Dog game. I have the Jack and Dexter. Um, yeah, that's the other one I, I was thinking of mm, when you were talking about Spyro on. and yeah, go on and thing. Yeah, see, I missed out on this one also. Uh, okay, yeah, I figured because you didn't have a PS2, right? Yeah, never, never, never. Well, I owned it only for certain games and never really. It was I owned a PS2 only for Tekken, Formula One, and San Andreas at the time. Those that's okay. those are the only games I ever played. But um, so Jack and Dex is weird because the first one, it's kind of like. You know, just like your normal platformer, like Mario, Zelda. Wasn't that great? Yeah. And the second one, the second one turned into like GTA. And it was like the <laughs> wildest like jump from like yeah. one game to another. Like you could like steal cars. You could shoot people with guns. Wait, I was, like, this is Jack and De- Dexter we're talking about. Like even yeah. you talking to yeah. me about it, it just feels so weird. Yeah. It was like, this wasn't the first game at all. Like this game is just Grand Theft Auto. It was mm. so weird, but it, it worked. It was it was like really good, um. You know, you had like. It was like a lot more violent than the first one. Like the first one was like rated E. The second one was somehow T. I don't know how they didn't get the M rating. I guess yeah. there was no blood, whatever. But um, it was like a lot darker. Like it went from like, like a Marvel movie to like a DC movie, like and a Zack Snyder DC movie, <laughs> not like Shazam, uh, but yeah. like Batman versus Superman. <laughs> but um, yeah, just Batman killing everybody. Yeah, exactly. But um, Jack Two is like really good. Um, Jack Three it was kind of more of the same. I think the third one was it. Then they made like a bad like combat twisted metal card game. Yeah, but Jack Two. Twi- they're supposed to be really good. Those twisted twisted metal. Uh, yeah, games it's supposed to I be like really the twisted metal games. But um, yeah, it's like you know, kind of felt disrespectful to Dexter that they like left his name off the title. They just called it Jack Two. But they did give him a PSP game, so I guess that made up for it. Fair enough. Um, unfortunately, yeah. See, that's 
I just I feel like I've missed out on childhood essentially because these were I'm assuming games that people were brought up with and mm-hmm. well I wouldn't say I missed out because I while people were playing those games I would say I was playing Mario Kart uh, Super Smash Bros you know Shenmue yeah different d- different different games from a, on on a different platform uh, GoldenEye Armageddon on the N64 if you remember that yeah, it's, it, it, the main Armageddon game. Pardon? Yeah, the, it was it was the car game, wasn't it? No, I didn't. I didn't play. There's it. Armageddon '64 or something like that. It was an N64 uh, car destruction game or something. From what I can was remember, based on, was it based on the movie Armageddon? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, something completely different. Um, so yeah, uh, and and I think when you think about consoles now, I think that's why some manufacturers want to push away from exclusives. But I still feel like. Exclusives is what makes people have these certain memories of certain games. You know what I mean? Without exclusives, we wouldn't be here. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, should I do one on my list? Is that you done with Jack and Dexter? Yeah, cool. Yeah. So this game would never have made on my, made it on my list if they didn't make a reboot. Because I feel like the original trilogy is some of the most overrated games you could find on the PlayStation. No, and um, what are you about to say? I'm about to say God of War. I feel like God of War in general. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna say, yeah, 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 it happens, you know. Every, every once in a blue moon, Hussein decides mm. to be, you know, very, very pretentious and, uh, can uh, I, yeah, you know. Can I defend God of War really quick? Uh, you could defend it after, okay. like, after right. I, okay, go on, you defend it first. Okay. You, um, you don't even know what I'm going to say, though. No, I, I agree with that statement. I yep. think it is overrated. Yep. I think the series as a whole is overrated because yeah. it's just like angry guy. Yep. I feel like the first Classic one though did guys. something different first one, in that genre. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I I'll give it to first that. One, first one's a classic, but yeah. two and three are kind of overrated. But yeah, overrated. I was overrated. And then Ascension's get... pretty bad too. Yeah, how did I, I... I bought something. I bought a special edition import of something. Anyways, I, 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 I played all of them and I was like, all I'm doing is just spamming the same buttons and or at, at putting a combat together. And I was like, you're right. It all it is is just this angry dude, and then you have these sex cutscenes or something with some prostitutes or or whatever's going on. And I was just like, it, it adds nothing. Game. Yeah, it adds yeah, it adds nothing to to the game. And I was like, what is everybody's hype about this game? Why is everyone going on about this game? Every time you pick up a PlayStation, oh, you need to buy God of War. You need to buy God of War. This, that, that. I just got bored of it. And you know I me, mean? I'm not one to be like with the norm and go, okay. My, I think you know me now. If there's a lot of hype behind something, I'm very, very suspicious of something until I see it for myself, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's mainly with um with video games, movies. I just uh, I'm just aware of who I take advice from when it comes to uh, watching movies or TV shows. Um, so yeah, God of War was that one man for me at, at that time. I was like, this is not a system seller for me at, at all. So I didn't give a shit about God of War until I saw the the trailer for the reboot. And when they changed the way, oh, mate, this is this is one of my favorite games of this current generation. Yeah, mine too. Uh, yeah, mine too. Oh, apps, I loved everything about it. It's kind of the semi-open world, no restrictions. Well, it had restrictions of where you can go it's, based on its I kind would of the say story. It's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's an open world, but it's, it's like open Yeah, open. yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it has a yeah semi kind of open linear. It does direct you in certain ways, like you know the the world the world dial where you could only turn it to certain places mm-hmm. depending on where you progress through the, the, through the story. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, 
and then obviously you've got the uh, um, obviously for Odin uh, North mythology, which is pretty cool. Uh, big fan of it because of God of War. Actually, you know, I've never really cared about it until God of War. And obviously, yeah, not even yeah. with Thor, the Thor movies. Yeah, the Thor movies were thinking about. It was God of War that really uh. like hit me hard. I was just like, yeah, it's cool. And then I just love the whole son father aspect. And then as the story develops and you find out certain things and. And how he's called? What's his name? I don't. No, there's no, going to no, be spoilers. Don't it, don't no, okay. okay. If you ever played God of War, you should, you should play it. But um, and then you pretty much. Uh, I felt everything in this game had a purpose. I felt like the it, obviously it's RPG elements had the the upgrade system, and I felt like you know what that was. A, I feel like some games just chuck it in there for you, just for the sake of having it in there and just making you go, okay, you know what? I need to grind for this. Otherwise, I'm not going to be as Held up as uh, as I should be, I just felt everything in this game had a purpose. And I, one of the telltale signs for me when you, when when you look through any games I've played, telltale sign for me, for for anybody to see if I've actually enjoyed this game is, has he bought the DLC and has he, either got a thousand out of thousand achievements or platinumed the game? And obviously on PlayStation it's a platinum trophy. I I've, I've done it for this. I loved it so much. I went through it, did a few speed runs. Uh, the graphics were absolutely incredible. One of the best-looking games I've seen this generation. Uh, it looks even better on the on on the PS4 Pro. It just everything about it. the story. The story actually is worth the play alone. Like, if, I, I I don't know how they manage this. I really don't. I think this is the best reboot I've ever seen uh, in video game history. To be honest with you, and I hope Halo goes down this route where you know I know it's a soft reboot, but I hope they do something really really incredible with this where it ends up people talk about it like they do with god of war because i god of war is a 10 out of 10 game for me it's a masterpiece Ooh. like yeah Ooh. there's there's nothing wrong with, sitting here i don't think there's not once one moment in that game where i feel like i was wasting my time i was out of my depth i felt like the characters were boring or anything no, none of that i i i enjoyed the 50 plus hours i i i, I put into that game even going back to do collectibles or leveling up and doing these sort of challenges, I never waste my time with that part. I really wanted him to be as OP as possible to explore everything. And yeah, man, I, I just thought it was a perfect game. I think it's the best. A lot of people go to, let's say, The Last of Us or Uncharted as the best PS4 game. No, no, no. I think God of War is the best PS4 game. It's up there. I think yeah. I I for me. Oh, actually, I have another one on there which rivals it. But um, yeah, God of War, man. The reboot is done. One what game. Well, that yeah. was. It. Oh wait, you can go after. But um, yeah. Okay. What game? I was it. Sorry, what did you say? What, what game? I was it? it. Oh, it's it's another one on my list though. So okay. oh, we talk we talk about when it gets to my list. Okay. Um, yeah, I just loved everything about it. The story was incredible amazing gameplay mechanics i think the fight the the, the system was just so good uh i think my favorite scene was actually when he goes gets his uh, og axe that was just oh my god even for somebody who's not really clued up on the god of war universe even though i have played it off that moment for me was a big moment i was like wow. yeah the, the blades of uh yeah the blades, blades of, of um, yeah like i hate well i wouldn't say i think hate is a harsh word when it comes to the original god of war but i did really enjoy them i did really pay attention to too much but when you get those blades back you're like wow yeah mm. this it hits home with you it gives you that nostalgic feeling even though you didn't really enjoy the og game so yeah god of war is uh the reboot the one on ps4 is up there yeah. for me 
Um, yeah, this one's this one's on my list too. I I really like it as well. Um, I played it recently. Mm. I think I played it, finished it during the quarantine. But yep. um, um, was I? Yeah, it was like it's like a reboot slash sequel in a way because yeah. it is officially God of War four, but it does you know completely change like the combat, pretty much everything about the game. Um, Kratos is a lot better as a character in this game. He's not yeah. just like angry dude pissed off at gods he's like you know he's complex he's got like a lot of like drama he, he doesn't really like you know telling a son about who he is or where he came from he kind of tells him gradually about like the fact that he's a god yeah and the fact that you know he did come from greece yep. i don't know how this like two like mythologies in this universe think, but, you know, yeah that's the whatever that's, that's, that's not thing. i'm not really clued up with that yeah, yeah that's not fine. But, but i as you said i love that whole aspect where he doesn't tell his son everything. He just, mm-hmm. he sees that, he tells him as he goes along and as he feels like, you know, he's becoming more mature and he could handle certain things. That's when, it's that whole father and son thing, man. It's just, it, it, it's amazing. And then, yeah. yeah that, one uh, thing, the, yeah. One thing I, I didn't notice about the game when I was playing, but I noticed after was yep. um, the fact that when you start the game, like the camera never cuts away. Like the camera stays with you and never cuts the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I, I think I told yeah. you that. I think I told yeah, you that. Yeah, the camera just stays with you the whole time. That's yeah. that's pretty awesome. Like, yeah. how do you... That's a lot of planning where you have to, like, plan out a whole game and a whole story with hmm. just, like, one camera view. It's like, it's that's yeah. that's awesome. I think my least favorite part of the game was actually the combat for most of it, actually. Oh, really? I, I, I like the combat, but, like... It's kind of Dark Soulsy, like you know, mm. you like log on to enemies, you strafe, mm. you like hit when you can. Yeah. Um, but it didn't feel as good as Dark Souls. Like, yeah. if like, it's kind of like, like for some of the fights, it's you're kind of just like chopping at the health. Yeah. Like, I want true. like I want like just like quick, quick yeah. battles and like you know big consequences, but you kind of fight the same like troll like five times during the game. Yeah. I think I think it's like one of the best games on this console generation too. But yeah. I would say it's a perfect game. But mm. yeah, I re- I really like Dark God of War. Uh, so it's also on your list. Should I do one straight on my list then, or yeah. do you want to do one on your list? Um, you can say the okay. game that game. So the game that I think you should play, Mira, and it's one of the best PlayStation, also one of the best PlayStation games of this generation. And you know where this is going because I've been bugging you to play this. I think this is the best. Souls. If this was a Souls game, this would be the best Souls mm, game. Mm, Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. Ah, of course. Yes. Uh, incredible. Incredible. I thought you were gonna say like I thought you were gonna say Horizon or something. But yeah, no, I, no. yeah, I hear Bloodborne's really good. Bloodborne is incredible. Uh, full stop. It's. Um, I would say it's. Uh, it is the best. Uh, obviously, it's the same from from software. It's the best from software. Well, and Sekiro. Oh, I forgot about Sekiro. Uh no. They're close. They're close. If I were to ask my brother, I think he would say Bloodborne is his favorite uh, Souls or Sekiro type game, I think. Um, let me actually drop him a message quickly while, while we do this, while I talk. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, you haven't played Blood, Bloodborne. The difference played, with it. Have I you played, played a little a bit? bit of it? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. You need to finish that I just, game. I need to. I need to. So obviously it includes the the uh, a gun this time, mm-hmm. uh, and that mechanic is what changes up the whole entire uh, kind of 
feeling with a Souls game, like in terms of the parrying system and stuff. I, I just literally send it to uh, to to my brother. Let's see. But um, I think the difference between like Souls games and Bloodborne is that you don't have a shield in this game. Yeah, it's just all it's just all dodging, all parrying, all so dodging, like, parrying. So adrenaline, as as you, your yeah. adrenaline's like really high because everything's yeah. like a close. So based like, on yeah. Look, so I just sent my brother a message. Um, I said Bloodborne or Se- uh, Sekiro. He goes, which he replied back with, which one's a better game? I said, yeah, which one you think uh, or prefer? He goes Bloodborne, but he goes Sekiro has the better combat. Mm, like, I agree. Yeah. Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro, Sekiro combat is uh, is incredible. It's, it's so one good. of the, it's probably so the best good. out there. But I just loved everything about this kind of this universe. Yeah, from everything I, it felt like I had to ignore everything I learned from uh, Dark Souls or Demon Souls and just kind of really focus on Bloodborne. It's, it's like when when we started playing Sekiro, it, was, it, it felt like I had to ignore everything we learned from the previous games and just kind of learn its own system it has its own kind of unique system same kind of the dna as a demon souls dark souls game but it still has its own system and then obviously where where would we be without the incredible like massive boss battles it was like ridiculous the the world exploration it's one of those games you know it chucks you out and i don't even need to explain to you it's just for 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 the listeners it chucks you out there you just have to figure out where you are, I think one of the most rewarding things for me in any of in these sort of games is, you know, when you open up a shortcut that takes you back to, let's say, the previous map or something like that. Yeah, those are probably one of the best feelings ever in, in, in a Souls game. It feels like you've actually discovered something that's actually going to help you, you know, in terms of uh, your exploration or your path back. And it was just, it, it was just incredible. I, I never felt like, I never thought. I would pick up Bloodborne. I never thought I would, you know, enjoy it as much as I did. And funny enough, I was really good at this. I never really struggled much with this one, to be honest with you. Even though it is hard, Ooh. it is yeah. hard. I, I felt like I had a good amount. You know, it's like when you apply for a job, they go, okay, for this job, we need X, Y, and Z. And then we need 50 hours or 60 hours experience. I felt I had the experience underneath my belt coming up from <laughs> the Dark Souls Dark game. Souls. Yeah, one, two, what, one, two, three. I was like, I yeah, the, you know, you know what you're you're getting with a Bloodborne game. You're just getting, uh, uh, hard bosses. You know, uh, the fact that it's tedious at times, uh, annoying, uh, frustrating. All the adjectives I, I I could I could find to describe this game. But I think one of the best feelings and one one of the best things about this game and Souls games and Sekiro is the fact that it drives you to to achieve the or succeed at the particular level or at the particular checkpoint. And when you do, it's just that relief, that feeling of, you know, yes, I did it. I actually, I'm actually good at this game. And then it just really brings you back down to earth when you go into the next part and you just get like absolutely demolished by whatever yeah. uh, villain waits for you there. But yeah, Bloodborne is, uh, is on my list. Okay. Um, I really need to play this because, a lot of a lot of people that I know, like this is up there for them for, for one of the best games ever. Yep. But um, yeah, I'll go one. Um, I'm gonna do a racing game. Okay. And you think I would pick Gran Turismo, but I'm not. I'm picking Ridge Racer because I think Ridge, Ridge Racer is actually Racer! better. I Ridge think I had Racer I had so this on, on my list. I had this on Ridge the PSP version actually. Um. Yeah. I, I forgot which one. 
I have on my list because they all kind of blend in for me. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, this is kind of like your typical arcadey racer. Mm. It's not. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's kind of more like Need for Speed than it is Gran Turismo. But um, just like really fun game, like awesome cars. You're going like 250 miles per hour most of the times. Everything when you hit that test speed and everything looks like blurry, like that's just the best feeling. So yeah, Ridge drifting. Race. Yeah, drifting mechanics as well. Oh yeah, the drifting mechanics drifting are so mechanics. good. I I picked this up uh, initially on the PSP. I never owned it on the owned it on on the um, console, so never on any of the PlayStation hmm. consoles. So this was for me on the original PSP. Uh, really enjoyed I picked, it. Yeah, yeah, I picked it. I picked it up too. This was after Tokyo Drift too, so I was like, yep. I was drifting. It was, I was. Mm. <laughs> No yeah. pun intended. Uh, I wanted to put Midnight Club on here, but mm, I didn't even know if Midnight nice. Club. Yeah, I think it was Midnight Club three. Uh, was it two or three? It was like Double Edition. Which one was Double Edition? Yeah, Midnight Club three. I think that, that actually got ported mm. to the Xbox, didn't it? That one's so good. Yeah, oh my god, so good. I wanted to such put a that good on soundtrack there. too. Oh my god, those I think just that and the Need for Speed Underground and Underground two at the time. Man, those games were the same. Absolutely enjoyed it. Um, I did Bloodborne. I'm going to quickly do Demon Souls, and this is the original one that came you out can't on the do PS3. Both of them, come on. No, Demon Souls. Is, I guess uh, I guess they're different games. Yeah, they're different games. <laughs> Demon Souls. I won't talk too much about it because it's exactly the same thing applies for for Bloodborne on Demon Souls. Uh, but this is the one they've re-announced. This is the one that I've actually got. A, yeah, I'm, I'm excited a, to play it. In, yeah, imported Chinese copy on the PS3. Still got my copy. This is the hardest Souls game ever. No, uh, Sekiro is harder. Come on. No, this is harder than Sekiro. This you didn't beat Sekiro. Yeah, yeah, but that's because I went away to Japan and came back and that's I just true. had to relearn the game. It's not because I struggled. Uh, I'm tempted to play that game again, you know, all you over again. To. You need um, to. So Demon Souls, I won't talk too much about it, but it's on my list. Uh, extremely hard. A few controllers were broken. This was a game that I just gave up really, really quickly. But as I said... Uh, for previous games i think this game was it came out too early for me I, I don't feel like i appreciated games like that i feel like i needed to be spoon-fed certain things at certain uh, at a certain age i feel like if i were to play this game now i'd appreciate it for what it is and actually appreciate its uh you know its uh, approach to gaming um so demon souls is on there but i'll quickly do another one on my list uh iss pro evolution so international superstar soccer pro evo what? That's what it used to be called. <laughs> I don't know. Who. OG. Is it now? It's, it's just called Pro Evo now. Pro oh, okay. So it's, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, you used to have the ISS name uh, internationally mainly. So this was a game I used to play in Lebanon in uh, PlayStation Cafe. So back in the days, man, I would go to the PlayStation Cafe, rent out a, uh, the, like the TV with the PlayStation, and we'd just bang out uh, ISS on it. Did it's, you like it this one in FIFA? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck FIFA. Okay. Pro Evo is easily my favorite. Yeah. Um, ISS used to be known as, it used to, I think, I think it's the successor to Virtual Striker on a Dreamcast, if I'm not, uh, or International Superstar Soccer. It was mainly on the Dreamcast. So I think Pro Evo, Konami bought the rights or whatever happened once the Dreamcast um, went bust. But yeah, oh my god, I love everything about this game, man. It's just like the arcadey feel to it. It was just such a good time. Like the fake club names, 
they didn't have your they didn't have your names no because they didn't have the license yeah the license yeah but but the thing is the thing is the gameplay the quality i think that was the uh, you know you could overlook stuff like that and then we used to play with international clubs anyway because there was obviously brazil and france so the only two teams anybody would use uh obviously these were the best clubs what year was uh, this uh, this I can't remember. This was ages ago, man. This was back in the two thousands. Okay, so the they had like Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah, the original Ronaldo, Ronaldo nine, the fat Ronaldo as they call him now. <laughs> yeah, this was, yeah, they, <laughs> this I think this was around the ninety eights, you know, around that uh, the France World Cup. Yeah, so that's where the hype for it came it came from, and it was just it was just incredible, man. Like this game has evolved over time. Uh, it's a much better game, but obviously with with this uh, with the current let's say age and, and stuff, people prefer official clubs and official names and official licensing. Pro Evo doesn't have any of that. Uh, so I think that's why it's fallen away, but it has the best football mechanics out of both games, to be honest with you. Like FIFA try and change things up too many times and it just, it just breaks the game. Like they try and make this as realistic as possible. Where this, yeah. So ISS, Pro Evolution, so many hours have been lost playing this game in uh a friend's house back in Lebanon. I, I never played it in this country because uh, everyone was on the FIFA, FIFA hype. And uh, one thing about Pro Evo is when it, and this is from experience from working in a game store, is when it used when it used to come out, we'd only get a few copies because no one's really into Pro Evo. We'll get it'll usually come out two weeks before FIFA. You'll get a handful of people that buy Pro Evo, but all the copies will get traded in once FIFA comes out. So yeah, uh, ISS Pro Evo, the OG of football games, is on, on my list. Okay. Um, I'll do. I'll do another one on my list. Um, I have Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. This was a Sonic game. Do you yep. play any of the Ratchet and Clank games? Yep. Not. Not for me. Not for me. Oh, okay. I, I have played uh, the one on the PS3, I believe. Just, just not for me. They rebooted the Ratchet and Clank one. But that's pretty good. But um, this was right after. This was like one of the first PS2 games I played, and you know I loved it. Um, it was it was like a platformer, but they added a shooting in it, so it was kind of like you had like, and it's Insomniac, so you know they're gonna have like crazy guns. Did you play the Resistance games? Yep, yep, yep. They're okay. not that great, but I yeah, I they're not that. They're, they're, yeah. they're really not. But they they did have some cool guns. Yep. But yeah, Ration Clanks. They got some like cool guns. There's like one gun that turns people into sheep. There's one gun that like there's a grenade that makes people dance. So like while they while they're dancing, you can like just pick them off. Mm. Um, there's like a awesome shotgun, awesome nuke. Um, it's just like fun. You just get to experiment with like different guns. Yeah. Um, it's like super over the top cartoony violence. So it, you know, like kids can play. It's like rated T, rated E. You know, nothing too serious. It's got like a really good sense of humor. They did make a movie on Ratchet and Clank, which wasn't too good, but. You know, we're going to ignore that one. We're going to get into that But um, yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet, great character. He's a uh, Lombax, who's like a cat, cat, yeah. like a cat, cat person, I guess. Clank. It's funny, like, it's funny how, yeah. It's funny how Sony have all great, let's see. This was called a platform. Yeah, like Ratchet, you've got the Jack and Daxter yeah. series, you've got Crash, and then you've got Spyro. Yeah. They That's were incredible. really trying they were really trying for that Nintendo market for a while. Yeah, they, they did, didn't they? Yeah. They kind of yeah. gave up, like, in, I want to say, 2008, 2009-ish. 
I think that's when the Wii came out, didn't it? So it was like, yeah, we're going to focus on something else. I think Sony put something there, to be honest with you. Yeah, but um, they they gave up on it. So now they're like more serious games, like Kratos, um, Nathan Drake, like Joel from The Last of Us. They still, I guess, Ratchet's like their last kind of mascot. Yeah, but um, and they still earn the IP for all of them, so that's quite crazy. Yeah, yeah, Asomniac's been really. And Samnek really likes Ratchet and Clank because they've they've stuck with it for a while now. I yeah. want to say they've stuck with it for like twenty years. They haven't oh. given up on it. So, yeah, Ratchet and Clank, great games. They yeah. made, they made a couple of PSP games too. Yep, that wasn't too good, but you know the OG. I would say the best one is Going Commando. That's my favorite. Hmm. How many more do you have on your list? I'm just out of curiosity before I start. Um, one of my list. quite like quite a few actually. Okay, I might blast through a few. Even though this okay. podcast is not too long, I think it's about an hour or slightly over. Um, I'll talk about this one, but I won't talk much about it because uh, everyone's heard about this. I think I'll talk about the next two and everyone's pretty much knows a lot about it. I would say Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, it's not like incredible, incredible. I wouldn't say it's like an amazing game, but it's, uh, it's still one of the favorite, my favorite games I've played in places. And to be honest, it's not... That's not saying much. As I said before, I've never really owned the PlayStation. It's never really been through the PlayStation lineup. But I enjoyed Horizon. I, I really did. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed kind of it's, it's kind of it had had a different vibe about it. To be honest with you, in, the, in terms of the world exploration, even though it still uses the same mechanics as like a lot of uh, big uh, major worlds. Yeah, where you had to climb a tower to unlock a. a particular portion of the region i don't know why gamers do uh, game developers do that it's just boring i hate that nonsense yeah um, graphics looked incredible story was it was slow to begin with but it really gets going um am i hyped for horizon zero dawn 2 um, it's not something i would run out and buy day one to be honest with you even with horizon mm-hmm. zero dawn it's really really it's really slow to begin with but once again it's another game i got platinum on it i really enjoyed it really enjoyed my time i feel like the fact that I, I think I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would is just because of how this generation has gone in terms of exclusivity. There's, we've been derived of it on on the Xbox side, on the Xbox side, and then obviously with PlayStation picking up a PlayStation, you just buy all the exclusives at the time, and then this was one of them. So, yeah, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, another one I'm going to do on my list, and this is come. I played this on the PS3, so I'll be talking about it from the PS3 point of view, and that's The Last of Us. Yeah, great game. I yeah, I know it's on my list too. Yeah, it's uh, once again, it kind of has the same feel to Uncharted, so from the same developers. Amazing graphics, incredible story, um, tidy. You know, let's say combat or gun gun mechanics. Uh, the controls don't really hold up well now, especially if you if you were to go back and play The Last of Us before you play Last of Us Two, you could see why. I, I've said this so many times. Even my brother agreed with me. Eventually, I feel like the gunplay, the, the control scheme is pretty shit for for a game of that caliber. Um, but once again, being controversial here, I don't feel like any of these games. I haven't finished The Last of Us Two. I just haven't been bothered to be honest with you. Uh, but The Last of Us, a lot of people ramble on about how this is a masterpiece. I, I, I'm not sure in what sense a masterpiece in terms of. Um, it's gameplay i don't think so in terms of its cinematic offering possibly but overall as a as a package i don't think this game deserves the title of a masterpiece i just feel like and 
I feel like because it's Naughty Dog, people just like to ramble on about that. I, I, I don't know. For me, Mio, I don't believe this game is a masterpiece. Um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't yeah, know. You That's know, what's you, know you know how I feel about The Last of Us, so. Yeah. I'm the same boat as you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, The Last of Us is uh, another one on my list, along with Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll do a couple of my list yep. really quick, too. Um, yep. I have Death Stranding on it. Um, it did come out. It did come out for the PC, but you yeah. know, it was it was it's an exclusive. Like a lot. Of yeah, Xbox just can't. We allow you count that as an exclusive. But um, you know, you can you can talk trash about this game. You can call it uh, a walking simulator, FedEx simulator. It's all these games. Like I agree with that. Like yeah, it is a walking simulator. It is a FedEx simulator. It is you are playing a mailman. It, it, but it's it, just like it, it's 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 a COVID nineteen simulator. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's it's all these things. It it does have, you know, 30, 45 minute cutscenes. The game ends, then it has a two hour cutscene after. Like it's all these yeah. things. Yeah. The story doesn't really make any sense. Um, it's ridiculous. Like I, I feel like I'm just talking trash about this game, but like this is it's this is something about playing this game. You're on like a hard delivery, you just got through like some time fall, you fought some BTs, and yep. you see like your location. You see, like your location you're going to, yeah, like like a little bit far away, and like the song, yeah. like a, a song plays, and it's just like the moments like those, you you just like really appreciate, like you know, like the quiet moments. I never so had like, that, yeah, I never really put it on my list, but after what you're saying and really thinking about it, it's it deserves to be on this list, doesn't it? It really yeah. does. You you just like, it's like kind of like a relaxing game in a way. Yep. You just. You know, you're not like shooting people. You can you go through the whole game, yeah, and you don't you don't kill anyone basically. Yeah, essentially, so like it. It's I, I don't know if you've seen what Kojima has been talking about. You know how like some people have asked him. Uh, he's been posting this actually on his uh, social media. People have been asking, "Well, you've predicted uh, COVID nineteen and stuff like that." Yeah. Did you see that? I think you yeah, don't want to mention it to me. Yeah, that's that's funny. It's like he said, uh, um, he, Yeah, he said, "I'm not a prophet because if if I was a prophet." I would uh, make my games sell uh, more. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But I, I get a feeling he was disappointed with the, with yeah. the sales figure on Death Stranding, which, like, for me, I've forgotten about that game until you brought it up and, mm-hmm. and you talked about it last time. But if you really look at it, it does some things that, like you mentioned, it does things really well. Like, you, uh, it really hits home in terms of the situation we're in now. Everyone's in lockdown in that game. Essentially, you've got... Uh, we, what we call them here, I'm not sure how America have, um, decided to call key. We, we've got key workers. Do you have that over there? Essential workers, yeah. Essential workers, yeah. So we've called them key workers here. And it turns out the key workers here have been uh, the Uber Eats delivery driver, the postman, mm-hmm. um, and um, people working in hospitals. So those, those three key, key workers. And podcast and, uh, host. And podcast, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I love that. I love that. So yeah, because Kojima actually uh, hit on the head with that one. Like, yeah, like how uh, how how important like these like mm. like these workers are because they're like risking their lives to deliver yeah. a package. Like literally in the game, you deliver pizza to people. You deli- literally, you it's deliver like, pizza. You say, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. A BT that's gonna cause yeah. a nuke if he yeah. touches me. Like, you really yeah. want your pizza? You want your Come pizza, on. and it goes to show like how yeah, it's the exact same thing. Like, especially now when they had the lockdown, they said only go out for essential stuff. Yeah. And I put my hands up. I was, I was, I was like that. Where you'd see me, I'd go out to get my essentials, and I'll come back home yeah. with 
a big bottle of calypso, some a bag, bags of sweets, Cheetos. You essential, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's not essential. essential. And and it's the same. <laughs> it's the same with the game where this pizza is not essential. You could call, you could cause a nuke if you run into a BT. But mm-hmm. for this particular person, this is, this is maybe you could say it's selfishness. People don't really think about themselves. I mean, about everybody else except for themselves. Like you see the situation now in America where everyone's no one's wearing masks. Everyone's thinking about themselves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it's quite funny how that game really hits home in terms of social commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see in terms of the social media aspect as well, I think that was the biggest thing I took away from uh, Death Stranding was how, and you see all these memes. Um, if, if I post a picture, I get five likes. But if a girl who's kind of topless or whatever, showing a bit of skin, gets 999 like you know what I mean? So Kojima hits yeah. that on the head with it. In terms of uh, how people care about how many likes they uh, they get, uh, I've seen people delete a photo and repost it later if it doesn't get enough likes. I've seen mm, uh, females, yeah, I've seen females do that. I've seen females that post um, photos up on their Instagram page and then after a while they just they can't just delete their Instagram page. Uh, sorry, in, photos. So their photos, uh, the posts say really, really relatively low. So you're you've got more followers than posts, and it just looks like you're a big person or whatever. Yeah, it's just people care too much about social media these days and Death Stranding really hits it on the head with that. Yeah. And with the story, like, you know, you, it doesn't, the story doesn't really matter. Like you can yeah. hate it. You can like it. You'll still enjoy the game. I, I like it, but you know, yeah. it's like personal preference, I guess. Yeah. No, I, it wasn't on this list, but I'll put it on this list. Huh? what did you think of the story? It was kind of out there. <laughs> it was out there. It's a, t- uh, to be honest, we said, we said this from the start before we even played this game. It's going to be a Kojima type story. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those games where you can play, you're going to get to the end or before the end, Kojima does something and you're like, yeah, does he need, <laughs> or you just think oh, this game should have ended here instead of going on, dragging on for another mm-hmm. hour or so. But yeah. Great performances, by the way. Matt's oh, 100%. Yeah. That's so where good. the budget went. Yeah, Norman Reedus, Matt Mickelson, really yeah. good, and Troy Baker. As well. Oh, Troy Baker was yeah. incredible in this yeah. game. Yeah, you know uh, he was the guy who was ordering pizza, by the way. Oh, what was he? Yeah, oh, what a I dick! Didn't, I didn't even know that. he was trolling you. He was trolling you. Oh my god! Do you remember the one that wanted uh, underwear? Uh I think so. I did a mission where someone wanted to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I, fe- remember, I remember. Female laundry or something like that. It was yeah. Someone, someone so, ordered a PS4. <laughs> like, I, I never did that mission what yeah and it was like really hard to get to because their bunker was like in like an earthquake or something oh, yeah I, I, never, I never did that one that's quite funny um i'm gonna do a few more on my list and i've got about i think about five um i'll quickly do this one this one was actually on the ps1 this was something i played at my friend's house driver you remember driver hmm. I, yeah. I i i played it but i couldn't get past the tutorial yeah, uh, extremely hard. So hard, extremely, extremely hard. But I really, there was something about it. I think I played it on my friend's save, he got past the tutorial. I think this is the first game, from what I remember, and this is a bit of trivia that you're in the car the whole entire game, but it's not a racing game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, first game of its kind. I, I enjoyed this because the open world was kind of different. Um, open world technology was becoming really, really popular at the time. We were trying to compete with certain games. Um, and yeah, it just it just felt different. I can't remember what the story was all about. Now, to be honest with you, I think it was just like some gangster or getaway driver, or yeah, I, I I can't remember. But I think what really enticed me to play this, or really what made me intrigued, was the fact that 
I thought this was something along the lines of uh, you remember Crazy Taxi and Simpsons Hit and Run? Yeah, I like. Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. Crazy Taxi back in the Dreamcast. I thought this was something similar, like you're a hit, uh, a, a getaway driver or something like that. But it turns out it was far from that. Um, another one on my list, Infamous, the one on the PS3. Mm, I never played these. Um, so I Infamous, pretty good. really, really good. I played it. Why did I play this one? This was. Do you remember Prototype? The game, yeah, yeah. So this was, I think, this came out at the same time as Prototype. I went for this because it was, it had the same vibes as, uh, as Crackdown for me actually. Like uh, the open, open city. Uh, I can't remember what the story was. I think, this, yeah, this, it had that whole good or evil kind of um, uh, system where the more good you do, um, you obviously more light, more dark, more bad things you do, the more the darkness overtakes you or something. Um, but that was that was one of the games on the PlayStation 3 that I really, really enjoyed. I know Infamous 2 came out. I can't remember the story. I think it was called Infamous Second Son or something like that. But they're yeah. really good. They're really good open world games. And it was by Insomniac. I think Insomniac made this game as well. No, it was... Um, no? What's it? The, the people that made Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Sucker Punch. Punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's it. You're right. They made Sly so, Cooper 2, which is pretty good too. Oh, I see, another, Playsta- another PlayStation mascot, really. Yeah, they had they had a lot. They've got loads, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Infamous is on there. I'll do another one that I played on the PS3. One of my favorite games on the PS3, um, and this is by which company makes these games? I can't remember, but they made Detroit Become Human. I actually shout out Detroit Become Human. That could, that could be on this list. But I'll talk about Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain is um, one of my favorite PS4 games of all t- uh, PS3 games of all time. Uh, it's purely a cinematic experience. It's like kind of an yeah. interactive game. And I love these sort of games. I know you could say they're like the, you know, the Walking Dead Telltale games, the Batman yeah, Telltale games. Yeah. They're really, really similar in that sense. But um, they have like some sort of like, um, I wouldn't say permadeath, but your your decisions are stamped and that's it. You you move on in in the story. If a character somewhat dies, then the, the story continues. There's various different branching options, various, various different endings. Uh, and this was kind of, the, I think this was the first of its, uh, of its, of its uh, kind. I think it's called Quantum Dreams or something. Make, make, make these games. I can't remember. Quantic Dreams or something. I don't know if you could double check that uh, for me, Mio. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, you've got, this, it's the same concept as um, uh, Detroit Become Human. Uh, you're just playing a, a normal path as a character, and then obviously, yeah, quantic dream. yeah, quantic dreams. And um, I think th- from what I remember, I did play it on the PS4 when they had it for free to play on the PSN. Um, the father loses his son, he, uh, he gets kidnapped, and he has to find the the what come come with what the, the name of the, the serial killer was called the origami um, killer. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. And um, turns There's out it's a was, funny scene where um. The, the dad after he loses the son and just running around and call his name yeah 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 what's his name again Shit. let me let me look up his name have a look. he's just it's not nathan is it no it's not it's just I running think, around the, the i think it's sean so he's sean, just like sean yeah he's just like for, <laughs> for 20 minutes just in the supermarket sean sean it's like, like press eight press eight, yeah, to call press eight it was just <laughs> I think for me that's a, as bad as uh, press X for respect, you know, on the that's on F for respect. 4G. Yeah, F. classic. Yeah, um, classic. it's yeah. So 
yeah, uh, Heavy Rain's on there. I just loved everything that was cinematic about it. I love the fact that it's one of those games where it pushes you to make a choice and you have to stick with that choice, you know. Obviously, you've got restart uh-huh. checkpoints or stuff, but it's I hate making decisions, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. it gives you a few, 10 seconds to make a decision. Like, oh, what yeah. do I press? What do I press? Yeah, I, I hate remember that. With, so, remember Gears 5 when you had to choose to oh, change the save? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, what do I do? That was tough. I, I chose, doing I chose it. wrong. I made it. I chose wrong. You made it, yeah. I shouldn't have done Marcus Phoenix like that. Uh, I yeah, bad. see, I, I, I did him well, man. But um, I, did, I feel bad. I love so my bias getting away. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of the games where it puts you on the spot and you, you had to make a quick decision. And it was like, I don't operate well under those kind of pressures, especially in the video game. I'm like, no, 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 I, I, I can't do it. But um, yeah, so last few, I had Driver, Infamous, and Heavy Rain. I've got two more on my list, but I'll let you uh, okay. do some on your list. I'll do a few of mine. Yep. Um, just do some Shadow, quick if you want. Shadow of the Colossus. It's a PS2 game. Yep. It got remastered for PS4 recently. Mm. But um, it's it's this is a good game, but it's it's kind of like conflicting. Yep. This is like the makers of um, Ico and The Last Guardian, yep. which were also pretty good games. But this game, it's like, really unique because it's no like you don't really fight anyone it's just all boss fights so the game's just like i want to say 20 boss fights you just go around so the, basically demon souls <laughs> yeah it's basically demon souls but um you just basically go around um kill bosses and that's that's um but you kind of feel bad because like yeah you kind of feel bad because the bosses aren't like really evil they're just kind of like you know, like wandering, the mining on business. You had to like kill them because you want to revive your girlfriend or whatever. But um, yeah, it's like the game's fun. The bosses are like challenging. They 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 all like their own puzzle in a way too. You have yeah. to like find the weak spots, but you do kind of feel bad because you're like committing genocide or whatever. But yeah, that's Shadow of the Classes. Have you have and, you played um, uh, Ico or The Last Guardian? I I haven't played either of them. Okay. But I hear The Last Guardians mixed because like the ai is not that great for the guardian okay like it, it sounds like a cool premise but like the ai is not that great because i remember when they announced the ps4 i believe this mm-hmm. was the game they yeah it looked kind of, incredible yeah yeah and they it just took forever to come out and mm-hmm. it was like yeah go okay um one more i mean another one i have is um final fantasy okay so, I, I, knew, I knew final fantasy would yeah be the it was it was exclusive for the PlayStation until 13. 13 was like the first one that came on different consoles. On but, the 360, yeah. Yeah, but um, it was between the Final Fantasy 7 to 12 for me because they were the PS2 exclusives. Then I narrowed that down to 7 and 10 because I really, I really like 10. I really like 7 too. This was like really tough. But I went with seven. I know that's like the safe bet. I know that's like the popular <laughs> pick. I know that one has like the most spin-offs or whatever. It even got a movie too. No, but, really? Um, wow. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very good. No, yeah. no, no movie, no video game to movie adaptation no, as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But um seven's a classic. Seven changed the game. Seven had like a really good story back in like ninety-five. Um Seven had like a really good combat system. Seven really just opened up like American audiences to Japanese RPGs. They were like, oh, like these games are really good. Maybe we should play more of them. Um, eventually, you know, that phase 
kind of ended. But, you know, with 7 Remake, a lot of people back into him again. Um, 7 had, like, great characters. They had Cloud, Tifa, Sephiroth. I'm going to just name all of them, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, I never game. I never really got into any Japanese games. I think, I don't know if it was just... Uh, you were into Shenmue? Yeah, yeah, but like turn-based fight, uh, JRPG games. They're just Pokemon. <sighs> yeah, what well, Pokemon is Pokemon. Pokemon is kind of cheating, though. Yeah, Pokemon is cheating. That, that's an easy way out. But I find I've never played the Final Fantasy game. I've never seen like if you, I know they're two different games. But when I see, I'd rather play Kingdom Hearts than Final Fantasy. You know what I mean? I know they're Speaking two different Kingdom Hearts. That's on my list too. Is that on your list? Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I know I'll, how you feel. Yeah. Like, you don't want the turn-based, you know, turn, like, people, turn-based hasn't really aged that well. Like, a lot yeah. of people don't really like turn-based games anymore. Yeah. But a good place to pick up would be 7 Remake. That's, that's like, real-time action. Yeah. So if, like, if, I have played some turn-based games, like uh, Blue Dragon yeah. on uh, 360, Lost Odyssey on the 360, and the new Yakuza game is actually going to be turn-based as well. I don't know how that's yeah. going to work, but... But yeah, if anyone wants to like start Final Fantasy, um, they're all kind of d- different stories. So none of them really, you don't really need to play one to play 13 or whatever. Yeah. But a good starting point would be 7 Remake or yep. 15. Because those are, Is that those the, are easy to the recent one that got remade that you and Rick just absolutely love? 7, seven Remake. That, seven that remake, one's yeah. really good. That one's, yeah. to me, like they're the same game as 7. So I kind of count them as the same game. I know that's yeah. kind of cheating. But you know, seven seven remake classic games. Uh, and, you said you had Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, so Kingdom Hearts. Well, just um, perfect segue. Kingdom Hearts. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I know yeah, it's see, not like, like. I'm tempted to play that. I really am. Like. Yeah, I think they've aged pretty that, well. Yeah, that's a game I would I would definitely play sometime down the line. Like, uh, there's I have a few games on my list. That's on my list. Uh, I just need to find time. But uh, as I said, out of the two, I'll definitely go Kingdom Hearts. I just feel like that's a bit more. Uh, appealing then yeah because it's like a lot of a lot of disney stuff in it yeah it's basically like a disney game yeah so kingdom hearts does the thing where like the first game is like pretty simple pretty easy to follow mm. then the second game turns into like metal gear yeah you've said this before and yeah. it's like so complicated and so convoluted and it's like what's going on like who's who and like i saw this funny meme where it's like a guy talking to like another guy and he's got like a really big brain yeah. And he's like, how'd you get such a big brain? And the guy's like, I've been on the Kingdom Hearts wiki. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's so good. true. That's like, funny. I spent so much time watching YouTube videos and yeah. going on the Wikipedia to find out what's going on. Yeah. And I've played all the games. And it's like, it's like, I hate that's it. A, that's just like Metal Gear. It. You're trying to find the lore mm-hmm. of uh, a particular universe. And then, yeah, yeah. I, like, I'll, it I'll be done doesn't. It doesn't need to be as complicated as it does. Yeah, it is, and like I swear they do it on purpose. Like there's like three different people named the same thing. There's like mind control, time travel. I'm like, oh, are we doing time travel now? It was already complicated enough. Why yeah. did you actually introduce time travel? Mm-hmm. And like they, they, there's so many games now on so many different consoles. That's difficult to keep up. Like they've dropped like key information on a mobile game. Like, why would you drop key plot information on a mobile game? It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Uh, who did, uh, wait, a big game did this the other day. Someone did this. Not the other day, but someone's done this, where someone's made a, I can't remember, 
is it Halo? I think Halo are really guilty of this because they make the games and you have to go and read yeah, the novels. Or Halo, yeah, Destiny. yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo and Destiny, that's the one. Their law is not just exclusive to, to the, the world they've built in terms of their video games. It, you have to go and do other research. And I'm just not a big fan of that. Like, uh, yeah, I mean? like with Halo 5 Guardians, like yeah. they just introduced Locke. I'm like, yeah. who's this guy? Who's this like, guy? Oh, you didn't watch... You didn't watch Halo Nightfall? I'm like, what's Halo Nightfall? What was, who, like, yeah, exactly. It was my exact reaction. It's just like, it's like, who I, are these points? That's just that, that's the issue. And that's we've said this before with other stuff like Disney Plus doing the Disney uh, Marvel TV shows that link with the Marvel mm-hmm. movies. And it's just like, it's it's a recipe for the, I wouldn't say disaster, but you know, some people are gonna get lost. Like some people don't have Disney Plus, believe it or not, of course. Uh, and if they drop a the Loki series and he just somehow pops up in, in the Marvel movie and then they don't explain it's just like it's the same with these video games. It's just like if you're gonna build a world, yes fair enough you want to get, first of all you need to start by building the world inside your game. Don't go making me have to buy a fucking uh, a, a three hundred paid novel to find out who fucking Agent Lock is or some somebody else. It's just like it's like what is this? This is absolute nonsense. So yeah, it's just I think the same thing with um no, I don't think Metal Gear is guilty of that. I think Metal Gear is just guilty of uh, being yeah, absolutely confusing. fucking confusing as hell. Yeah. But um, yeah, with like Metal Gear, like um, Liquid Snake is like still alive in Ocelot's arm. That was stupid. Yeah, that's he just lost me right there. But yeah, um, Kingdom Yeah, great games. Not good. I'm like, I hate it, but I love it. It's yeah. so weird. Um, I'll do. Two more on my list. I have one would, more. Oh, you have one more? I'll, I'll yeah. do two and then you could do the last one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll you probably do the know last... what the last one is. I think, I think maybe. Uh, is it Spider Man? No. What? Okay. No. <laughs> the Spider Man. I've got Spider Man. I'm a big okay. Marvel fan. Uh, well, I wouldn't say bigger than DC, but I, I, I really, it was a toss up between this and the original Spider Man game. But I can't remember if the original Spider Man game was uh, uh, exclusive or not. But I went with this. And I, I really enjoyed Spider-Man. I know it's not like the best PlayStation game, but mm-hmm. I feel like they've done well. And I feel like, I think the hype from Miles Morales as well has come from this game in terms, and obviously the the Spider animated Spider-Man movie, Spider-Verse. Uh, but I feel like, yeah, I really enjoyed this game. I enjoyed everything about it. I love the, the RPG elements. I love that the fact that, you know what? It actually felt like Spider-Man swinging through the city. Yeah, the physics were good amazing physics amazing physics um story was good as well i really enjoyed the villain yeah i really, en- yeah, I really enjoyed i i tell you one thing i think one of my favorite things about it was the backstory to that the lizard. yeah the doc yeah uh, i really enjoyed the backstory to that i love the backstory to uh kingpin and i love how they tried to tie in the the, the sinister six in there it, it, Ooh, it yeah. did really yeah it did really well when you really really think about it it's just like yeah, I just enjoyed everything about it. I don't know if it was just the, I, the nerd in me that really enjoyed it, or it just, but from a gameplay perspective, I think it was good. I think the fighting was great. Uh, I, I don't think it comes anywhere close to Arkham's uh, fighting yeah, system. Yeah, it did. It did kind of copy Arkham's combat. Yeah, everyone, everyone's done it. It's, I think it's the it's the best. It's the pinnacle fighting system. Assassin's Creed tried to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow Mordor tried to do it. Shadow Mordor did some really good things, though. They did the Nemesis system, which yeah, which game am I playing at the moment? Oh yeah, sorry, Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Uh, they had the Nemesis, Nemesis system. Oh, yeah, I would have, 
Yeah, that would have been good. Is that not a shout? If, if, I think if they had the nemesis system in there, that would have been really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I really, really enjoyed everything about, uh, about Spider-Man. But the Mary Jane parts were bad, though. When yeah, yeah, they were really, really cheesy and bad. I think they just wanted to kind of ground um, Peter Parker and show his more humane side and family side and stuff. But we already know what Peter Parker's like. We will get, you have easily done that through just him as Spider-Man. But we also saw that through his Doc Ock, um, like when he was up at the science uh, mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. And then um, finally, just to round it up on my list, I'm just double-checking I haven't missed one out. I don't think I have. You know me and you know my love for Shenmue. After the Dreamcast went past, there was nothing left. The closest thing that came to it was Yakuza 4. Oh, I thought you were going to put Shenmue 3 on here. I was like, you, come on. Nah. <laughs> no, I can't yeah, do that. You told me how much you hated oh, that Oh, shit. Ending. Shit, Shenmue 3 is not a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, I mean, it's PlayStation exclusive. No, but it's also on PC. So That's, uh, that still counts. Mm, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to put Shenmue because it's all on PC. But... um. But you yeah. hear that ending. Yeah, that ending really, really pissed me off. But uh, Yakuza 4, man, it's really, really... like I remember I bought this once again. It, it was an import on... Actually, was it an import? I think it was because I don't think they did them here. They've only recently started doing them. But I remember playing this on the PS3 and um, I just enjoyed everything about it. I, I didn't really play much of it because it was kind of an... It was huge, man. You had so much to do. But yeah, it's, it's basically Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah, Grand Theft Auto with the Japanese skin over it. And uh, the... Uh, what's the gang? Uh, try, not Triads. Triads? No. Yuki, yeah. Yakuza? Yuki, Yakuza. Yeah, is that, is that the official... <laughs> official uh, yeah. well, I don't know why I went... I went... You know what I was trying to think of? Sleeping dogs. Fucking hell. Um uh yeah so i just loved everything by i loved all the mini games in it i loved the world i loved the the character the story um this for me was just like kind of the silent successor for for shemu to be honest with me and that's why I spiritual successor yeah spiritual, i would say silent just because no one really played this it wasn't really a big thing here in uh, in the west it was more it's of the huge in japan though massive massive and mega um, so yeah, that rounds up all 15 games on my PlayStation list. Uh, I'll let you do your last one, and then we'll jump on to what, we make, uh, what makes our top five. Last one on my list. I saved the best for last two. Um, I have Persona 5. Ah, and fuck not, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Not only is this my favorite PlayStation game, it's my favorite game ever. Like, oh, I, I shit. Love this game so of much. all time? Yeah, of all time. Fuck. Rick said something earlier, and he yeah. was like, Ghost of Tsushima saved my life or something. I was like, what are you talking about, man? You play better games. Like I woke up, I was like, what is? What are you talking about? Like, oh, your shit. girlfriend must be sick that no. you think Ghost of Tsushima... Anyways, I love this game so much. Yeah. Like, this is the only game where I beat and I put in, like, 100 hours in the game and I was like, well, time to play it again. Like yeah, I was about to say you played that twice, haven't you? Now or something yeah. like that. I'm I'm like halfway through my second playthrough now. Yeah, but I, it's it's a it's a it's a special game. Like I can't say enough good things about this game. Like it's a special game. Yeah, I love that feeling, and I think you you obviously know with Persona Five when you have this special game close to you, it's just like you're proud to call it your top, your favorite game because mm-hmm. it just it just has this place in your heart and. When you talk about it, it just like it brings out all the emotions, and you know, you can, I know it's a, a fairly new game, and you've only recently played it, but 
you still have that nostalgic feeling like when you first put the disc in and certain missions you've played in the first time or when you experience something for the first time in that game and it really blows you away i love that feeling about video games yeah it's it's a like it's 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 like different than any game i play too like there's nothing really quite like it like the gameplay is completely unique to it um i just I just want to play it again. I I want to like erase my memory and like and, replay uh, it again. That's do it again. Kind of yeah. yeah. You want? To, yeah. I I I know what you mean. Like you just want to go back and ex- like if I could go back and experience anything over again, I think that the first, the, I think the two games I would love to experience all over again are Halo and Shenmue. Mm. I think uh, personally for me. Um, but we could probably do a separate podcast of uh, experiencing something for the first time. Um, yeah. Anything else you wanted to? Say about Persona before jump on my uh, top No, nah, I feel like I've said enough about You've it. You've said it, yeah. Previous podcast, yeah. Fair enough. Um, awesome. So I know what what's going to be number one for your list. So let me do my top five on yeah. my list. Um, so Bloodborne, Tekken Five, Uncharted Two. The number one was going to be a hard, hard one for me to be honest with you. If it, I had to go with Metal Gear Solid Four, then God of War. Ooh. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 actually I would I would probably take I don't know which one I would take if I wanted to put in Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, but yeah that's that's my top 5 Bloodborne Tekken 5 Uncharted 2 Metal Gear Solid 4 in second place and God of War the rebooted PS4 version soccer reboot God of War 4 whatever you want to call it that's my favourite PlayStation game of all time uh, bearing in mind uh I never really owned the PlayStation, so I missed out on a lot of, of OG mascots like Crash Bandicoot, Sly Cooper, and various other games. So yeah, my my list is really, really, I would say basic, but I think these games are incredible. In, no, in, a basic in game, way. a basic list would be like The Last of Us up there. Man. Yeah, no, That's The Last of Us, I don't think makes, I think The Last of Us makes the top 10 for me in PlayStation games, to be honest Ooh. with you. Yeah, Ooh. I don't think it makes, I, I don't I think see. it does. Yeah, I don't think it does. To be honest with you, I've had um, it doesn't. It doesn't for me either. Yeah, I, I just, I've just enjoyed other games. I know, but the funny thing is, these other games might have different faults or more faults than The Last of Us. But it's just that level of enjoyment with with that particular game. It's just like it means more to me than The Last of Us. Uh, I played The Last of Us remastered, and it's just like. Yeah, it is what it is, and these are my fav- my favorite games. I think God of War, the new one, is is a better game than The Last of Us. No, oh, yeah, I, I, I totally uh, agree with you. I, I, I don't know where this hype comes from from The Last of Us. I really don't. Uh, I haven't finished the second one. I know a lot of people are disappointed. I think that's one of my fears of playing that game. But you know me, if I'm gonna shit on something, I'm gonna take it the biggest biggest yeah. dump on it. So and maybe like, I should for, maybe I should finish that game off. Yeah, for like The Last of Us, like how many like. Like ninety doc scripted events have become like so yeah. in everyone. Like it's not even yeah. a surprise anymore. Like you're like yeah. going, Oh, let me cross this rickety bridge. I wonder what's gonna happen. Oh, yep. I fell through the bridge yeah. and now I'm on a different part of the level. Yeah, you're spot on. And I think that's why that's why I think the novelty of the Uncharted games to. kind of yeah, wore off afterwards. Like with Uncharted Three, I did feel like the need to finish that game because I knew what I was gonna get. Like these scripted scenes of things um, chasing you. Like, what was it? A big massive train or something? Something blown up and you're just in this. Yeah, deep. I remember that. Do you remember something? I can't remember what it was. And it's just exploding and it's bouncing. It's, it's, yeah. So I think the novelty just wore off. I don't think that, that comes with age, you know. But 
I'd rather have a good story and stuff like that rather than having scripted uh, events. But yeah, those are my top five okay. PlayStation games of all time. I'll do, I'll do mine. Um, yep. Number five, God of War, the rebooted one. God of War yep. 4, I guess. Number four, Final Fantasy 7. Number three, Metal Gear Solid 1. Cool. Question mark. Yeah, Number question two, mark. Kingdom Hearts 2. Number one, Persona 5. Persona 5. Perfect. Would you say Metal Gear Solid 3 is better? Is the best Metal Gear? What, what is the best That's Metal Gear? I guess, so... I guess you could you could ask me any day and my answer would be different. Yeah. Depends on, the... depends 3... on what, yeah. The, the the ending fight with the boss and like the field that was so good. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. that's tough. That's tough. I think yeah, one of Metal Gear Solid. It's like an amazing franchise. There's a lot of great franchises out there that we might have to do another podcast on. Like, because there's loads to talk about. Loads to talk about. Mio, thank you so much for today. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to plug or talk about, or um, if you had any um, honorable mentions out there you just wanted to throw in. Uh, no, but I think we covered it all. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. And there you have it then. Our favorite PlayStation games range all the way from the PlayStation 1 up to the PS4 and including the PSP actually on, on my list. So what did you make of our list? Did we miss out any? Be sure to look out for our interactive story on our Instagram page during the week to let us know what makes it into your top five. On that note, thanks for joining us this week for episode 41 of the Multiverse Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, keep up to date with the latest news see more Multiverse content or be notified when we go live on, on Twitch, be sure to follow us on Instagram at themultiverse.ig. Also subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week and we hope to catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.